You are unbreakable with self-true love. These are the true words of Ph.D. scholar, self-love specialist, author, coach, certified trainer, certified mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher, and change consultant, Karamjeet Kaur, your self-love monthly radio host. She is here to give deeper insight on the magical world of self-love. Karamjeet is an Amazon Best Hot Release seller for her books. She has recently won the Runner-Up Inspiration Award from the Center of Excellence Org, UK. Let's welcome your self-love specialist host, Karamjeet Kaur. Hi. Good day, everyone out there. Good morning to everyone. Good evening and a wonderful, wonderful moment of life. I'm Karamjit Kaur, your self-love specialist host here. So you on the show, you are unbreakable with true self-love. Today's show is entitled based on healthy boundary with self-love. Well, I think you know, healthy boundary is always related to self-love. And uh, Many people have asked me that, how do I set my healthy boundaries with me and with my relationship and with everything in my life? I know it's quite tough to have a setting of understanding yourself and with the environment or with the people around you. It takes time to set these boundaries. So today's show, we're going to have a guest and it's Ms. Idelko Kudlik from Budapest, Hungary, and she's going to share her, her inspiration of artwork program related to healthy boundary with self-love. Now, before she coming to the show, let's have a bit of chat on sharing of healthy boundary from my experience. My book, Life is a Gift, Loving You. Chapter 7 is all about healthy boundary. Now, in this chapter, I have stated, shared about my own personal experience of facing um, people with anger, okay? Facing people with anger, loud noise, uh, harsh words throughout my journey of life. I am actually a very timid person, maybe because it's like it's been happening since I was a little girl. So it's kind of tough for me to um, uh, have my set of boundary to to not to uh, close up towards these people who shout or say words, hurt me deeply. You know, you, it's like you get crushed up so badly inside. So when the time I started learning how to love myself and then only I learned what is healthy boundary or boundaries is all about. Slowly, I started setting up in my mind an emotion to understand myself because I know what matters so much to me as I love myself, I need to understand my boundary when I'm surrounded with people who is not in the same mind with me or, you know, we have different kind of vibes or, you know, you have a boss who has, a mood swing, or you have this colleague who's just jealous, or etc. So I slowly learned to understand, but it took me years, and until today, I'm always setting new boundaries because 
you know, we tend to meet new people in our life. So we need to understand that where our a bit of limitation of understanding each other and how do we uh, go about in relating one another. So here I just want to say the first thing that I would like to share Self-love is understanding of inner boundary, dealing with situation in life. Now, it's all about meaning as a gift to joy to the self. So how can these healthy boundaries make a difference to the emotions and mental that we have inside us? Big difference. A big difference, I would say. You know, when we are surrounded, especially in family members, when, for example, we have... Uh, we have parents, you know, who sometimes tend to not get along. So, but you know, you love them, and it tend to like get on you that how do you, you know, work on it. So, one most important thing is communication, and this communication relates to the healthy mindset that they have. So, with parents, we need to have those free flow of relationships that we can express ourselves well, and knowing when they could accept us or not, but we require to accept ourselves in understanding preparation of a mental that, okay, we got to give room to, for example, the parents that they have their own set of belief system. So when we do anything that causes them unease, of course, the reaction is there. So how are we going to respond to that? So when what we need to do is to have that boundary clear-cut boundary in us that, okay, you tend to do your parents' emotions and behaviors and all that. So you've got to say, okay, you accept the way they are. So you tend not to allow that hurt to get to you. Let's say they start saying, you know, angry words or anything because that's the way they are. So when you know that's the way they are, how are you going to make a boundary to yourself that you want to do what you want to do, but yet you know you love them? So what are you going to do? So you're going to slow talk to them and you're going to tell yourself you've got to accept. You know they're going to be angry or you know you're going to ask forgiveness and you've got to explain. Sometimes it takes time for such um, thing to happen. Like you want to do something wonderful. Like say you have your parent has expected you to be a doctor, but you have no interest of being a doctor and you just want to be um somebody who loves to do art. So it's totally two different contradictions. So how many, many children afraid to speak out their expressions of what they would like to be, okay? So this is where healthy boundaries um, do help to the self, okay? For example, if these kids or children or teenagers or young adults or anyhow, adults itself has been taught to do healthy boundary set. So you could first prepare yourself emotionally and mentally, okay? That, all right, you sort of prepare on the both side, the good side and bad side, and knowing that you're going to talk to it, explain. Now, I'm not saying all parents are totally against it. I'm, I'm sure the most parents are very happy to allow the kids to be who they are. And it's just that we need to... Make sure the flow of communication, the love, because every parent would love to have their child to be who they are. It's just that sometimes we do come across the tough ones like, yeah, yeah, I know. I've been there, I've seen it as well, and I have some cases. So it helps because, you see, when you have ex 
expectation to the people who are so close to you that, you know, they don't say things that hurt you. And when they do that, this, you feel so hurt inside, in your heart and your mind. And it sometimes takes time for the healing. And that's where the negative start building inside you and you're dying to laugh. The relationship gets sore and many things happen. So how does the healthy boundary help you? When you said that you know it's going to be this way, so you say, okay, you do the self-talk. You tell yourself, I give time to myself for this. I made this choice. If it doesn't work, I know it works. I know it'll come around. So you need to have the positive vibes to wipe out that negative vibes that you tend to invite inside you. So this healthy boundary will definitely help you out. So... This is the little sharing of what I have said in my own personal experience in my book. And of course, I've also shared in the book in regards to a few suggestions, okay? And I've also given sort of like a map thoughts as well. If you're interested, you can always get the book. But here I'm going to share ongoingly that um, some few tips, like the first one I've just said, self-talk. You have to have your own self-talk. Or you could get a journal and write down. You need to understand what you are and who you are in terms of emotional and mental because everybody is unique in responding and reacting to people in life. So we are not here to judge one another. We are here to love and understand. So it takes time, I know, but it's just one thing at a time. But if you are overwhelmed, sometimes there's some decision you make that you have to deal with a number of people and then you really need to have a big set of boundaries in, in asserting inside yourself that knowing that this is you need to put a step or you need to move away, the choice is always yours. But you've got to prepare the strength inside you knowing that you're not here to hurt anyone, neither yourself. You just want to do what is right for you. When you're doing something right for you, that's really going to be good stuff going on and it's going to be good positive vibe coming on, plus it makes you feel good. It's just the time when you're doing the transition to follow through from some things differently from others and being who you are, the set of boundaries will walk you through it. Yeah? So let's not wait. I would love you to hear out our Miss Idilko to share her inspiration on self-love and how her hard work has hard work has really helped out people there. And her most important inspiration is loving connection. Yeah. Amazing. So we would like to welcome Idilko online. And here we are. Hi Idilko. This is Karamjit Hi. here. Welcome you. Hi. Thank you so much for your invitation. It's fantastic. It's a lovely show. Awesome. It's really interesting. Yeah, I'm so excited. And Ilko is, you know, all the way from Budapest, Hungary. It's so amazing. And I'm from Malaysia. <laughs> you know, it's it's like so amazing to be in one connection that we could share love online. Isn't it great, Ilko? Yes, I think it's fantastic. We became really global over the pandemic. Yeah. One of the great things yeah. that came out of this horrible situation is that we really connected on a very different yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah. Great so, Idoko, please tell us about yourself and your work so the audience could know more about you. Oh, okay, just a few words. Yeah. Um, so basically what I do is that I, I run um, courses and I run coaching sessions 
with people in the uh, around the theme of self-care and um, kind of self-love. I just call it um, differently. Um, yeah. My courses are pretty much art inspired because I'm an artist. Um, so the uh, the work the work that I do I call uh, therapeutic art, therapeutic art coaching. So all the courses yeah. and the coaching sessions that I run are infused with a lot of art and creative creativity type of um, work. Um, and I have been doing that coaching, I mean, and running trainings for the past about 20 years. I got yeah. involved in personal development and spirituality um, in about 1999 in the UK. Wow. And wow. since then, it became my profession and I have been supporting myself and others to become more of who we truly are. Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's amazing when I see the artwork at the social media and it's amazing when I see your work. It'll go. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's totally, you know, sometimes many people out there don't see it from the version of creativity. But I think since we're in the version of self-care and self-love, things get different, more creative, more powerful and bringing on love in. So, Iluko, as I understand, your work is all, all related to loving connection. So, let's have your view <laughs> of self-love on this. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I would like to I would like to give you a more of a personal account of of self-love rather than giving a kind of a, a philosophical all right. um, idea of what self-love is. So. Um, throughout um, my life, particularly as a child of a young person, I was told that your worth is as much as you know. So right. I was asked to be trained well, to get good education, to be really um, professional, well-educated. And this is what I always strived for. But, um, but I always felt that part of me was missing and right. I always found myself in situations where as I felt um, either lack of confidence, for example, particularly when I met somebody who was, you know, very professional or very good at what they did. Okay. So there was always mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm, there was always this something missing. And right. so at some point in my life, I got to that point, <laughs> whereas I felt that that missing part was a really big part of me. And as I started to investigate that and I started to become aware of that part, um, I became able to embrace that part of me, um, started loving that part of me, this goofy artist that I somehow um, cut out of my own life experience, really. So my self-love was basically reintegrating um, who I am truly at the core, this artist, this goofy child-like person who just wants to have fun, who wants to connect with people and really, really enjoy um, whatever I do and share that with others. And I also realized through this journey that one of my greatest gifts is actually connecting people um, through uh, the artwork and, and the things I do coming from a place of, you know, an educated teacher and trainer, I thought my, my life was 
my life work was about passing information down, basically. My true mission is really just bringing people together and, and share that knowledge, share that loving. And people learn from one another. I don't have to act like the, uh, the cleverest person in the room. That was a oh. giant revelation for me. And my passion, of course. So my passion for arts and creativity became a very big part of my life. So the more I loved myself, the more I was willing to embrace myself, the more I could live who I truly was. So that's my story of self-love. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much for sharing such a personal inspiration that I'm sure anyone could understand. And it's really good to uh, know and you know that you're sharing that when you found yourself, how you understand the passion of artwork has become the true part of you, and that has made you to realize the person you are in connecting love. And it's, my God, yeah. I, I just love what you just shared. Thank you. It is so <laughs> nice. So I was actually, you know, I wanted to ask you that um, when you found that the artwork was really your passion and, and the connection, could you, could you elaborate more that... Um, what made you choose this part in terms of uh, knowing that this is the best way that you like to express it as uh, a healing therapeutic, you know, uh, way of bringing people happiness and joy? Yes, yeah, sure. Um, so my work changed a lot, basically. Yeah, like I mentioned that um, when I started, so originally I was trained to be a teacher, then I um, trained to become a coach and a trainer. Um, right. And like I said at the beginning, I really put a lot of emphasis on my knowledge. Yeah, so I was really like a, a research kind of person. So I did um, tailor my work to my clients or to the workshops. You know, the creativity comes in for me in a way that I always look at the people who I work with and I tailor the material for their, you know, perfect use and um, that fits them the best. But at the beginning of my journey, um, like I mentioned, I really focused on appearing very knowledgeable. And I believe that part of the reason was because I didn't love myself that much. I couldn't embrace myself that much. I really needed that um, feedback from my environment that I'm good. I'm good enough. Yeah. And yeah. even though I think I was pretty successful, I worked with big companies um, somehow. Uh, and, and I think I, I made a difference. But like I said, my focus was on teaching, training, somehow feeling that I needed to be the bigger guy. And, you know, and um, giving knowledge over um, to people and giving suggestions and things like that. And the more I was capable of integrating the part of me, like I said, the goofy artist and the, and the artist, um, it started to appear in my work more and more profoundly. And I must say that it was very challenging for me um, at the beginning because I didn't really know how to, how to integrate that. So I went off actually um, teaching creativity, you know, particularly for teachers, for example, and things like that. And then I just found myself being torn between the the many different things that I felt passionate about. And I understood that I needed to bring it under one umbrella. And this is actually how um, spirit in art um, 
uh, came about. And so the way I basically support people um, in their development is using art as a form of expression of self, um, passions, and understanding oneself more um, through the different um, the different artworks and different types of work. It's not only artwork. The different types of creative and artwork that we uh, that we create. I think that is very very important when it comes to self love. Um, is that you actually understand who you are. Yeah. Yes. So becoming aware of who you are and what you want is um, is very very important. Is it okay if I go into healthy boundaries because I just have this th- thought coming up now? Yeah. I is it okay if I, I talk about, about healthy boundaries? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because so. you know when you're saying about the challenges as well. But I think before we go into that, we're going to have a short. Uh, Add online. So just a few minutes, uh, just a one two minutes, and we're back, and we're going to talk about healthy boundary, which which I was going to question absolutely. you asking about. Very good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Okay. So um, I'm just going. All right, folks. So we're just going to come back in few minutes, and then we're going to speak about a little challenge in regards to healthy boundary with self love. Thank you. You are unbreakable with self-true love. These are the true words of Ph.D. scholar, self-love specialist, author, coach, certified trainer, certified mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher, and change consultant, Karamjeet Kaur, your self-love monthly radio host. She is here to give deeper insight on the magical world of self-love. Karamjeet is an Amazon Best Hot Release seller for her books. She has recently won the Runner-Up Inspiration Award from the Center of Excellence Org, UK. Let's welcome your self-love specialist host, Karamjeet Kaur. Do you feel too much going on? Life is getting harder or you just gave up to feel love in you? To get your positive inspiration, here is Life is a Gift, Loving You, is written by Karamjeet Kaur, Ph.D. scholar, self-love specialist. Get a copy of Karamjeet's book from Amazon.com. This is her first anthology book, compiled with 19 authors around the world. You will feel inspirations from co-authors, self-love stories of this book. Life is a Gift, Loving You can help you to revise your belief towards life with tools and methods given in the book. This is the perfect book for self-empowerment, especially as we are facing the pandemic or any challenges. Loving You is your bliss, says Karamjeet Kaur. Get your copy from Amazon today. Welcome back, everyone. So today we have guest uh, Ms. Ilko Kudlik, and here she's sharing about healthy boundary and self-love. And we're going to continue our conversation. Hi, Ilko. You're there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Okay. <laughs> yeah. As I was wanted to say, you mentioned the part that say that you, as you were in the transition to about your artwork and when you're finding yourself on your work, there were challenges you faced where it was difficult. So I'm sure here that you have set an example of a 
boundaries for you and how do you, you know, work on in the last many years in bringing art as part of the self-service, self-care to the community. Would you like to share that? Um, yes, um, sure. Um, <clears throat> so, so basically, um, for me, uh, boundaries is basically um, self-loyalty. It's the two things are the, are the same. Because I think that we all have different ideas about what's right and what's wrong for us personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. While you were talking, for example, mentioning, you know, angry conversation, harsh words, it actually yeah. depends on cultures as well. Yeah. So yeah. in Central Eastern Europe, where I'm originally from, it's very typical that people scream at one another. Yeah, or if you go mm. to the south of Italy, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, okay. but expressing yeah. anger, expressing anger, uh, may not feel very nice at the moment, but it's may, but it doesn't have to be abusive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it's very important personally that one can decide what's right and what's not right, what's okay and what's not okay for someone That's personally. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so this is what I mean by uh, self. So for me, boundary is actually self-loyalty. Right. But to That's be able to, mm-hmm, but to be able to get that that get get to self-loyalty, one uh, I believe must understand oneself. You know, like I told you about my own story. Yeah, that yeah. we need yeah. to. I think it's really important that we become aware of who we are. And what's okay and yeah. what's not okay as a result of that, because yeah. it's kind of different uh, for for everyone. So, yeah. um, so like like we said that um, maybe um, I am in an environment. Sometimes I'm in environments that are not particularly nice, but this right. environment is not nice because of the people who are in, not because of me. What I mean right. is that they have issues with themselves. Yeah. yeah. And it is yeah. true. Yeah, it is true that it, the best thing is that you remove yourself from, from such environments. It's true. Yeah. So you come yeah. to terms with what's right and what's not okay with you. And you look at a situation, you look at, um, you look at an environment and you say, I really don't want to be here. But the pandemic taught me a giant lesson, actually, because yeah. uh, during the pandemic, um, I had to relocate to Hungary, uh, an environment that I don't appreciate very much because of different reasons. Yeah, and my preference yeah. would be to be somewhere else um, where I usually live. But just the pandemic worked out this way. And right. what really, um, what, what what I really understood in the situations where, whereas I didn't have a choice to put down boundaries in a way that you don't talk to me this way or you don't do this, you know, because people just didn't understand it because this is the way they function, even though I don't like it. I cannot change them. Neither do I have the situation. Yeah, neither do I have a choice to actually leave. So what choice do I have? Yeah. And this is where self-love comes in and forgiveness. That's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So it, oh. yeah. So I really, yeah, I find it really, really important that that there is no perfect life, yeah. And loving oneself and being true to oneself or loyal to oneself doesn't always mean that you can have the the perfect settings, but you need to yeah. find 
inside of you what works for you, how to how to be loyal to yourself. And I think that one one such thing, you know, we were you were talking about practicalities. One is, for example, forgiveness. We need to be able to forgive, not forgive what other people do, because sometimes it's not possible. Yeah, but you need to yes. be able to, yeah, forgive the situation. We need to be forgiving ourselves, you know, to be part of that with whatever reason that is. Or everyone needs to find, you know, what in what way they can express forgiveness. Because with forgiveness, yes. we let go. We, really, we re- actually release ourselves from yes. that uncomfortable situation or a situation that we don't agree with and we still cannot do much with it. Yeah? Yes. Yes, yes, that's so true. That's very true what you have just said. Oh, and I am so thankful I, to you. Sorry. No, no, I just wanted to say that it that I think that we can express self love. We can we we can love ourselves in every situation. Yeah. Once again, I'm not advocating that you are, you are if you are in an abusive uh, relationship or an abusive environment that you stick with it. Obviously, you need to find a way to get out of that. Yeah. Yes. But I believe. I believe that the one of the most important thing is that you really come to terms. You are now running away. You come to terms with what's really true for you, who you are, how to appreciate yourself. Because all these things, yourself, love for yourself, will help you to get out of such situations. And like I said, with the pandemic, yes, yeah, sometimes you're in situations when, when there's not much you can do and you need to find the tools to, to still love yourself. So like I said, uh, forgiveness, but for example, for me, doing things that I love doing, that I'm passionate about, yeah? So even though I may not be in a perfect environment, but I can still create in my micro-environment things, I can do things that really appreciate who I am and connect with people, for example, online like yourself, who I, who, who I really love spending time with. I feel loved. You know, yes. you know, what you're saying is I'm sure the audience love what you say and I really, really want people out there to hear and understand this. It's so important because especially on the pandemic side, the many who is facing, you know, like you said, they have no choice to be in the environment that they are not comfortable at. So they find themselves confined in a greater bitterness inside which they have difficulty to relate what who they are and what they are. So, yeah, what you just say, it, it's really important for others to understand this. It is great. Thank you. And You're welcome. I would like to uh, ask about, um, when you're mentioning about the healthy boundaries in terms of, like, you know people can't change, right? Yeah, we can't change people. We are, we are not here to force enforcement for people to change or really tell them, hey, you've got to love yourself. Yeah, we tell them. But at the end of the day, we know that as we practice to love ourselves, the change starts from us. Like what you say, it comes in your environment, in yourself. So I just would like you to help out to share more insight. It's like when come of the art world, which programs you have, how will that be a very positive side for those who are in the stuck environment? I, because I know that many of them are currently in this situation. And I think we need to share more. And would you like to give more of your insight, Ilko? Sure. Yeah. So there's a lot of talk about mental health these days, you know, um, as a result of the pandemic and are very um, quickly um, 
basically changed um, living situations, um, yep. you know, being, uh, you know, um, kind of locked down in most places anyway, it's still an issue. Um, so let me start from, you know, we were talking about, you know, you were mentioning that we cannot change people. Very often we cannot change environments. So I'm going to yeah. use a um, fairly strong word. I believe mm. that it's our own responsibility to feel happy. Yeah. And <laughs> and it, no matter where we are, and self-love is a very, very big part of that happiness. Yes. So, so the so the courses that I run, I do my best to support people to find their back to their true self, to really reconnect with that person within, yeah, who with whom they can connect, express love, receive love. Yeah, and yeah. Um, feel more contented. I think that we created a life, or most of us created a life where we put everything outside of ourselves. Yeah, we want to yeah. feel appreciated by other people. We feel we want to feel that because we uh, we we uh, earn a lot of money, we should be really great people. Because of yeah. having a PhD, and don't misunderstand me, I'm not saying these are good things. But if we put everything outside of ourselves to validate, to get validation for who we mm. are and to receive yeah. love, then we, then it's a lost cause. It's yes. never enough. Yep, yep. I think That's it's very, right. very important. Yeah. I think it's very important that we reconnect with ourselves, um, reconnect with our passions. We gain knowledge, awareness of who we are and who we are not. You know, the different yeah. games we play in life. And yeah. by releasing them and reconnecting with this inner self, like I said, we can create a life that we enjoy living, you know, without the yeah. constant validation of the world. So oh, the God. pandemic is maybe, you know, helped us in, in little ways to really start reconnecting with ourselves and stop being so busy out there in the world. And like I said, looking for the different types of validations. So right, my yeah. little courses, yeah, my little courses are um, basically um, the way I set them up. That they are, one thing is that they are very um, joyful and childlike in a way, because I believe that when we were children, we were we were in touch with that part of ourselves, that core of who we are, the essence of who we are. Yeah, yeah. and and through these courses, you can you can reconnect with that and gain awareness of, you know, what makes you happy, for example, truly, where your passions are, um, what your specialties are in a way. You know, like I said, that I'm, I'm a really goofy, arty kind of person, and I wasn't in touch with that part of me for like 30, 35 years, yeah? yeah. So I think, yeah. It, yeah, I think it's pretty sad in a way, yeah, because I wanted to get validation through how clever I was. So... So my courses, for example, the therapeutic art coaching group sessions, um, we work through different topics um, and we become aware of different aspects of ourselves. We become aware of how to express ourselves differently than before. And um, one of my main focus is to experience love, self-love, feel loved um, through basically coming from yourself, yeah, rather than being validated um, from the outside world. 
I run courses that is um, that focuses on healing, yeah, yeah, different aspects of ourselves. You know, like I said, you know, healing the part of me who was you know shut down for so long. So I ran mm-hmm. something called healing mandala classes where we draw mandalas and mm-hmm. we use meditations and visualizations um, to reconnect with ourselves and do healing work. And my third craft that I'm running at the moment is my gratefulness craft, and this is my, this is my jam. <laughs> you can call something like that. This is my favorite, favorite class because basically we just draw and draw and draw away. Yeah, oh. we just uh, look for things that we are grateful for, and we put them on paper in different shapes and form. And it's a lot of joy, a lot of fun. You can now I have these classes online. Yeah, you can buy these courses uh, for yourself and you can, you know, like self-directed version of them. So you can do it on your own, but I still run the the live classes online. So, yeah, so this is how I try and support myself and others to, to be happier, more contented, coming from within through using or being really in self-love. Wow. That is so good. That is so cool. I love uh, when you mention about the mentality. and It's like, yeah, I've seen that in your... Uh, and in Facebook, you share it. It's really great. You know, I was just wondering this uh, few times you mentioned about, like, you know, uh, you're always looking up validation, meaning it's like looking up for approval for others to approve your existence. You know, this is one of the main things that I've always been sharing for the last many years that because even I have walked through this, that actually I believe every individual is in the world that they want to have the true sense of belonging and they want to get their existence to be known that how great they are or, or you know beautiful they are or whatsoever that approve them that they are there they are there and they are who they are so let's a little bit more on that that as you know many of uh, during the pandemic, there's also a number of cases of people who is taking their own lives. And in related to the validate, validations, as you mentioned, it's very important because I believe in people who keep looking up for approval from others, they, they tend to just live on other people's expectation rather than themselves, right? So what is your insight on this? That How do you share to others, people who's facing this kind of... Uh, they, they can't express themselves, okay? They, they're stuck inside in terms of, like, they must get somebody to say, yes, they are good, and then they make the next move. You got me? So how would yeah. you share? Yeah. What would your um, advice or guidance mm-hmm. on that for this? People have this problem inside them. Uh, it depends on the, on the level. The truth is that... Um, so I worked with teenagers, for example, yeah. and young people uh, in mm-hmm. orphanages. Wow. And, yeah, and it's a tough world, I tell you. Um, I know, I know. I can feel when, you say that. Yeah, so neglected children and abused children basically do not have the ability to love themselves at all. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I know. this is not something that you can ask them to do. When you started talking, what I wanted to say is that basically everybody needs to get to that level where they look for help for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes we get so frustrated that that we eventually reach out. Yeah. And we start looking for places like my courses, for example, you, you start looking for places to 
to start regaining yourself, you start regaining a sense of happiness, you know, love, you know, yeah, positive experiences basically in life. Yeah. But the but the type of people you are talking about when somebody's at the verge of suicide, or these kids that I mentioned earlier, um, I think our job is to love them, truly, yeah. until they yeah. can learn to love themselves. So I worked with these kids for years, and um, they taught me a giant lesson about compassion. That wow. that I my job was literally to love myself, love them through all their shit. And I'm sorry to use this word, but this is exactly what it was. They were rampant, vile, volatile. They were like absolutely, you know, vicious in many ways. And my job was that no matter what, I needed to love them. So they started to feel the spark of love. Um, And I really hope in a way that that allowed them in life or they remember that later in life and they started to pick that up and by picking that up they started to you know find ways to love themselves more but these kids they needed to be loved there was no other way there was nothing inside anymore yeah i can understand you because yeah i have worked with orphanage myself as well and me myself coming from a motherless feeling, so I can understand how it is like. You know, when you mentioned that um, they they teach you the big lesson of like you know on the transformation while doing work that you got to love them. Do you think that also requirement of because you see when you're in that environment then you need to set up a boundary with yourself that knowing that sometimes our emotion gets away, you know, when we tend to see uh, the ones that are suffering or we sort of walk the same thing. And when that happens, you know you relate, you begin to empath with them. So there are many empaths around there in the world sometimes don't have the boundary and they can, they're kind of stuck in within that. So what would you have to say on this? Yeah, it's true. It's true. It happened to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it did happen that, you know, I felt so sorry for them that basically we say that they could dance on the top of my head, you know, and I wouldn't mind it. And eventually I really had to put down boundaries because it was really bad. You know, they called me in the middle of the night and all the rest of it. Yeah. So so what I can, I I think I moved away from feeling sorry to feeling compassionate. Yeah, and it yeah. was a journey. It was a journey yeah. for me. It it was an inner journey because the yeah. truth is that at the beginning, when I met them and I started working for them, I got in touch with my own pain. Yeah, yeah. as a child. Yeah. Yeah. There is no child on earth who didn't, you know, suffer something or another. Yeah. yeah. So when yeah. I started working yeah. with them, I really started to feel sorry for me. And that feeling sorry for me started to, you know, started to become basically the base of my relationship with these kids. And it was like absolutely crazy. So the more I dealt with my own grief, with my own problems, and and started to really look at and process and heal um, problems and issues and pains that I experienced as a child, the more I was able to come to terms uh, with my relationship with these kids, you know, that I was the adult and I needed yes. to set boundaries. And going yes. back to what I said earlier, 
self-awareness and dealing with your own problems will bring you happiness, will bring you, eventually you can get to the point, whereas you can be, you can be really true to yourself, you can center yourself, yeah, that I yeah. need to do as well. I needed to walk back to a healthy place, a neutral place within myself through working through my own issues so I could work with these kids as an adult, not as a hurt child. And yeah. I did. I did put down boundaries, and we had many different ways, honestly, because it was not very easy, particularly because I kind of um, um, kind of spoiled them at the beginning because I allowed them to do basically anything they wanted. So, so we really had to communicate a lot about that. When we need to, I had to be very creative, finding you know um, different ways so they can connect with me. Then when they could connect, you know, and Anyway, so there were a lot. It was a long, it was a long journey, but it was a journey for me too. You know, a healing journey, and I very much hope that it was uh, the same for them in some way. Even though they may not have been very aware of it at the time, they were very young. Wow, you have just shared the truth of um, what I think people who many on there would love to hear about it, because you see. Thank you, Noka. You've been really, really honest in your expression, and I really appreciate what you've really shared. And it is important because uh, I guess those people who are working in this line, you know, many say, this, yeah, it does happen, it doesn't happen, or there's no expression. But in the end of the day, like us, we all do need our boundaries as well. And here we are talking about it, so we, we are relating it, so others will learn to because that helps them to improvise their own relationship itself and as well improve their relationship with others. So Idulko, would you like to share any um, more of uh, tips on healthy boundary? Because I'm going to invite in Penny to actually share her insight as well. So before I invite her, would you like to um, share any more tips on uh, how to get people more assertive in themselves, not seeking for validation all the time, believe in themselves, you know, give courage to themselves. Would you like to share some with me? The only thing that I maybe want to say is just emphasize something, just put it into a few words, that I think mm-hmm. the keys are self-awareness, really becoming aware of who we are, who we are not, really coming to terms with our past, our pains, our sorrows, and finding the way to heal them, and then looking at our passions, abilities, what we are really special at, and do that, and embracing all that. And I think if we do these three things, then we can have, um, we can live in self-love, and that would allow us to put down healthier boundaries, coming from a place of honesty coming from a place of self-loyalty that I that I mentioned before, and to be yeah. true to ourselves, what we think is right or not right. Wow. And I think I, these are the keys for me. Thank you so beautiful. much. Yes, it's so true. Just hang on there. I'm just going to invite Penny in, and I'm sure that you hold on to this. Yeah, it'll go. And uh, Penny yes, is sure. the founder you. of what? Yeah, hi, Penny. Come on. Welcome. Hi, ladies. <laughs> Is 
just that it's a very interesting Hi. topic we are in today, and uh, Izuka has been sharing such a such a beautiful insight of honest of her experiences and how her artwork has been helping her. So Penny, would you like to share your insight, or you have any um, questions that you know you like to ask Izuka as well? Is there any sharing you like to keep yeah. on healthy boundary with self love? Sure. Well, first of all, it's amazing to have two women from different parts of the world coming <laughs> through America, and we have people listening from around the world, of course, that have just done the work to focus on, on self enough to, you know, get clear-minded, and that allows you to help so many other people. So I'm just thrilled to have both of you here and I love everything that has been said so far. You know, I don't think I can add more. I will give you a tip uh, that I used for myself and that I give to other people. And awesome. no matter where somebody is on their path, um, they need love. They, we, we, we have to have it. And if we yeah. can't, if we're not getting it from ourselves, we're begging for it in everything that we say and think and do out in the world. And so one of the things um, that I tell people is just a little test. They don't have to judge it. Just be aware of it. And this is the test. Me first. So before you, you know, wash somebody's dishes or buy somebody a car or spend an hour listening to them cry on the phone, just ask yourself, have I done that for me? Am I doing that for me? You know, am I listening to myself? Am I, you know, supplying what I need? Am I taking care of myself? And the me first, just, it's a, it's a little check that, you know, that's one of the reasons why we invest so much energy outwardly, because we haven't supplied it for ourselves. So, and that's been helpful. Oh, yeah, Thank it you. Is. So true. Yes, it is. Yeah, so true, right? It'll go. You know what? Amazing that, you know, three of us just coming in this moment that we are sharing something can really make difference in out there. And uh, I'm really, really thrilled. You have no idea, Penny, how excited and having Ibilko when I, I didn't know that she just worked for orphanage and it's like amazing to hear you, Ibilko. It's like yes. so thank you, thank you, really thank you. I love that. Here. Yeah, and what yeah, I love guys. about it uh, is the process because that's exactly what happens with ourselves and with other people is we start by just giving love, just give, give, give. And then we have to have some type of boundaries because, you know, we'll run dry. So to move from not feeling sorry from someone um, to just having compassion for them. And there's such a big difference between the two. So to hear how, how that, you know, you transition through that um, is the same way that everybody else has to as well. We even have to do yeah. it for ourselves. We have to come to not feeling sorry for ourselves because we can't get um, over it when we are in that victim mode. We just have to begin to apply compassion toward ourselves and others in every situation we can. So that was so powerful. I, w I loved listening to that. Thank you for adding that to the show today. Sure, yeah. Thank, thank you, thank you. 
So, Nadilko, we are coming to an end with the session with you. And um, as you can say that whatever you shared today was really good and I'm so happy I found you. <laughs> so happy that I found you. And Thank I'm, you. <laughs> and I just want to say you're doing superb, wonderfully work. And, yeah, I'm sure... I was thinking to really call you again next year for another topic. It's really great that you're sharing your insight because it really shows that you have done fantastic work in, you know, getting people out there, and especially those orphanages and I would say little lost souls. But they are not lost souls, I know. But we're looking at them as lost souls. So what you're doing is fantastic. So, Dolko, would you like to share anything before that uh, the signing of your session? Please do share um, a few words. Uh, first of all, I mean, thank you so much. I mean, you said you found me. Um, I'm also <laughs> grateful that you found me. <laughs> so it's definitely not a one-sided um, coin. Um, so, yeah, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you invited me. I'm grateful that you think that that I have something to share, um, that you think that uh, that my work is valuable. So, yeah, I'm just very grateful for that, and I'm very happy we do this. I must say that I really like it because this is exactly what I love doing, you know, connecting yeah. people and being connected with people and doing things together that um, uplifts not only ourselves by doing it, but others who are listening yeah. in. It's like, yeah. I think this is this is my, I don't know, this is my thing. <laughs> this is what I really love doing. Yeah. yeah, and would you mind? Um, it, I don't know if that's that's okay. Would you mind um, um, sharing the um, my website if somebody is interested in um, um, oh, connecting sure. with me? Would that be all right? Yeah, yeah. You could just oh. uh, maybe give your details now and how they can contact you. And yeah, you're free to say that now. You get you. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. No thank worries. you. Yeah. I just. I, I just wanted to make sure that it's um, that it's okay and we can share it on the I don't know on the website or something. So it's my name basically. Yeah, it's pretty easy to to find me. It's ildikokudlik.com and it's i l d i k o k u d l i k dot com. And thank you so much for that once again. I really very much appreciate it. Thank you. No worries. This show is recorded, so whoever is going to hear this, they definitely can hear, and um, they will get in touch with you. And uh, yeah, and of course, I already put the ad poster, so for sure. And if anyone who's right in would like to get in touch with you, I will definitely get them to you as well. It will be my biggest pleasure. Thank you, dear. Thank you. <laughs> so thank, thank you, you again. Thank you. Of course, signing off. You now. Happy doing that work. What you're doing. And I wish you all the love and much hugs from Malaysia here, hugging you, sending you white. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Thank you. I got it. <laughs> hugging you back. <laughs> all right. Okay, then. Bye, Nilko. Till we meet and have a chat again. Thank you, dear. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. <clears throat> all right, folks. So, um... Here we had a very wonderful session with Ms. Uh, Idilko um, from Budapest, Hungary, and I'm sure that you have learned and she has shared such an honest process, transformation for her becoming where she is today with such number of years of sharing, empowering, uplifting many lives out there. And I think it's really great to know that I'm sure 
some of you, I'm not sure, I don't say some of you, I would say that many of you out there doing a similar work in different sense. But here this show is all about you are unbreakable with through self-love. And Mr. Dilko has really shared the, the real truth about it. So before I'm signing off, I'm just going to share a bit more few tips <clears throat> and that uh, how we could be more on uh, relate to healthy boundaries. See, there's one section that has uh, Ms. Inuko also have uh, mentioned the surrounding that we are in. So you have a choice to choose whether you want to be in that surrounding. But sometimes when you not don't have a choice, but you got a choice to choose it in your mind, whether you're going to allow it to bring you down or you're going to make you feel better. Now that is the trick here because <clears throat> many of us have a difficulty of making that choice when you're kind of overwhelmed with such surroundings. So what are you going to do? So here's my tip. Take a deep breath. Do your mindful breathing if you know how to do it. Or if you don't, yes, I'm going to share you. It's like you're breathing. Take count to four. Hold your breath to six and release at eight. So when you do this few times, you tend to clarify yourself. The clarity of your mind becomes easy. And then you can understand the choice you want to make. You see, sometimes we make decision, response, and reaction to things that doesn't get us anywhere, especially it's affecting the boundary that you have. So this is where you need to work on. It's your breath. Very, very important to, to understand that breathing gives you the space to clear your conscience and your subconscious, which holding the past. <clears throat> May not able to... Uh, help you, but breathing will. So please give yourself time in a day, a few times, if you're in such situation. Even if you're not, when you're practicing um, breathing meditation every day, it, it is sort of like cleansing you automatically yourself, and you're inviting more good vibes inside you. So when you do this, when you do this, you're definitely going to make the right choice. To know that happiness is all about you. When you choose the happiness you want, and you have that willpower to hold you to that and focus solely on that, your healthy boundary becomes so good set inside you. And you understand that the outside is not going to disturb you. Now, that's the challenge I know many is facing. Trust me, when you practice this, the willpower in you the connection in you, the love in you, that's the one that's going to bring you to the higher level of yourself. Just like when you see Superman, Superwoman, and that's what we are, that's what you are too. That's why healthy boundary inside you matters a lot. And I'm not saying that you need to push yourself to reach to that pinnacle. You've got to work on yourself little by little, once a day, once a time to get there. And along the way, there's always some holes that you need to fall, and that's where you're going to test yourself. That has it working on? But that test doesn't mean that if it doesn't work on your fail. No, it's there. You just got to keep going to get it better and better and better. So I'm going to round up today's show. We will touch base again on this topic in the next few months' time. And uh, I will give you more insight of tips, and um, we'll probably get another guest. 
more tips for you to how handle and set boundaries in relationship, especially with your partner and your family. Or if you have any situation in life that you would like me to share uh, some guidance or tips that could help you, you're most welcome to write to me at info at selfloveacademy.com.my and I'm sure you will give the information live or I will email to you as well. So I thank you everybody for listening to us and I thank you everyone for understanding that self-love is all about you and me. When we learn to love ourselves, we can love another one. And that's very important for us to know that how we neutralize this feeling inside us all the time. You are unbreakable with true self-love and this is 100% true. And I wish you all the wonderful moments of life in this during challenge time. There's nothing impossible for you. There's always possibility. You just need to aware, program it and accept it and it gets there. Yeah, I know it sounds that simple like it is. You just got to believe, have faith and trust yourself to walk through. Hang in there. There's a lot more than life will give you. You just got to trust it. All right, folks, I'm signing off. Karamjit Kaur here. We'll see you next month with the next topic and a new guest. And I thank you again to Ms. Iluko for coming on board. And thank you, Penny. Thank you so much. Thank you to Body, Mind, Spirit Radio for giving me this chance. Please, let's love ourselves and hug ourselves and give us every day of moment of blessings and knowing we're always in the right path of life and we are safe. All right. See you then. Adios. Thank you.